Good morning, Mike. Oh, good morning. Good morning. How you doing today? I'm I'm thankful. Thankful. Hey, it's the way to be thankful. Let's let's do this program just on encourage folk just to be thankful to the Lord. No matter what you're going through, what you're facing, in everything, give thanks. Let's let that be about this program. You started off. Um, first off, uh, this will be posting today, so we got to say a big happy Thanksgiving to all the viewers. You know, what a week this is, what a time to celebrate. Uh, I honestly, I, I made my very first pecan pie, and I let, did you try any of it? No, but I saw pictures. You got some at the house? Oh, I brought it to you in Mom's house. Mom didn't tell me. So she, It'll be gone. Oh, well, she probably didn't tell you the best part. It's not very good. <laughs> what? I, put the, I put the effort in. Um, let me rephrase. It was delicious, but it just tastes like a, a basic pecan pie. You know you try those pecan pies like, oh, that's amazing. So I'm going to really, I'm going to try a couple more things this evening after church. That's a big deal. Yeah. So what's some of your ingredients? Really, the thing that I've never used before in any recipe was, uh, is it corn syrup? Is that what was it? Yeah, corn syrup in the glass jar. Uh, that threw me by surprise. Dealing with that is a mess and hard to work with. Everything else to, is pretty normal. We used to eat a lot of that, Mom. Oh. We, we'd use it on our pancakes. I There's a brand called Cairo syrup. The way it makes stuff set up, uh -huh. I bet, it's, I bet yeah. it's the best. Yeah. So... Uh, it, it was good. It was fine. You, you, know a, uh, you know there's a soup bean pie that literally make out of soup beans that they sweeten it with that syrup and make it taste like a pecan pie? It's amazing. Do you remember it? I've had a pinto bean pie before. You, if you, if you clo eat it with your eyes closed, you'd be hard to tell the difference, especially if you put pecans on it. Well, I would probably like it yeah. more because you don't like pecans. Yeah. yeah. It don't taste like beans. Uh -uh. Oh, it's, oh it's, it's delicious. Yeah. My... my my neighbor used to make corn cob jelly, literally boil the corn cobs, and it was it was some of the best jelly I ever eat. Jelly from a corn cob? Corn cob jelly. Her name was Ada Woody, just probably the sweetest, sweetest person in, in such as Georgia through there. Um, okay, now I want to try some of that. I've never even seen that. Oh, it was, it was turned out real yellow, yeah. Uh, you you're talking about being in bank, and when, when I'm thinking of being thankful, a verse that always comes to my mind is in Ephesians. And for a while, Ephesians was my favorite book of the Bible. The way he talked talk to this church at the church of Ephesus, it was just, it was so easy to understand all of that. Uh, Ephesians chapter 3, verses 18 and 19. May be able to comprehend with all saints what is the breadth and the length and the depth and the height, and to know the love of Christ which passeth knowledge that ye might be filled with the fullness of God. And I I think if there's anything we can be thankful for, it's that there is a all-powerful, all-creative, all-capable God. But not only is He all these great things, not is He everything that we said He is, but then on top of all of that, He loves us unmeasurably. And I don't know, I was listening to a song this morning having worship, and I was just thinking that when I'm worshiping Him, the God I'm worshiping also loves me. I run just different dictionaries, definitions of thanks, thankful, and I found this, and I love this. When you're thankful, you're full of thanks. Full. It's a word that expresses either a feeling or a showing of gratitude. And... And in this hour, let's just speak to people's heart. In this hour with, with 
corona, the, the, all the shutdowns, all you've been through, all you've faced, it's so easy just to survive and exist. And it feels like God's forgot you and life's forgot you. But if, if you would find something to be thankful for, I'm, I, Sheila and I are praying for somebody that's been really, really sick. And this person in their sickness, and I understand that I'm not being critical, but in their sickness, they have totally lost their thankfulness. They are thankful for nothing. It's just, just, just from one complaint to the next, from one whine to the next. And it's somebody out of state. But uh, uh, they're, they're thankful for nothing. And, and I told Sheila, I said, if the Lord would show us how to approach them, and just if they would just be thankful. Because when you're unthankful, God pulls back. It's, it's like, a, a, oh, we need to talk a little bit about Kara's birthday party, but all the toys and all the friends that came. And, but if, if she just, everything she got, she said, I want this, I want this, I don't like this, I don't like this, I don't like this. It would break you in Jesse's heart. You just kind of, but when that little, she had a soccer ball this morning. And she just, she just, the little, the little lady's so thankful of everything. And every little, every little gift, everybody, it meant so much to her. I have to so, hit you with one story. Okay, I want to hear a story. We come in here I love stories. And Sister Anita and Joy, they went in together and they got her something really cool. So they had it all wrapped and they put it in her snack box. Because it's going to be a surprise. They're like, go look in your snack box. They're like, we got you something really good. So there's this big wrapped gift. And Kara goes, oh my goodness, fruit snacks. <laughs> <laughs> so they're like, no, no, here's a big box, a gift for you. And she goes... I just like the fruit snacks. <laughs> I care. We had to uh, negotiate to get her to open yeah. the gift because she was yeah. so excited about one little tiny six pack of fruit snacks. She's got a new cousin on the way. I can't wait. Boy or girl, what do you think? Uh, just healthy. Just healthy? Just healthy. <laughs> Somebody asked me this morning, what do you think? I said, just healthy. Uh, I'm calling girl. Uh, you're calling girl. I'm calling girl. Oh, John and Hannah, wow. Little, little Henry. Carol will be a good big cousin. She'll be excellent. She's getting tall. She is. I noticed that. You notice Henry always had so much height on her. And then the other day they were they were wrestling, playing around real close, and I was like, oh, there's just like an inch between them. You know, these these uh, instead of just talking, our our kingdom talks. They go so good when we can leave something in somebody's lap. So let's let's take the rest of this. Let's find things that we can be thankful about. If uh, When Paul was in, in, in prison, he said, whatever state I am, I'm going to be content. I'm, I'm, I'm not going to let my season pull me down. When I think it was John, John Bunyan, when they were in, they said, you know, if you'll, if you'll just say that, that, if you'll just do away with Jesus and forget him, we'll let you out. He said, anywhere I am is a palace if Jesus is with me. So in everything, in everything, give thanks. In everything. And he's not talking about in your circumstance or your condition, but in that season. Not, not thank him because of bad doctor's report, a financial report. Don't thank him because of you cried all night. But during that season, he's still the one that died for us. He's still the lily of my valley. And when I lose thankfulness toward him, it puts a wall between me and him. So uh, if, if you woke up this morning, there were people that didn't wake up. How many people die each minute? We have that statistic over at the church. I'm not even sure. It's just, just every few seconds another day. You and I woke up. If that's one thing to be thankful for. If you woke up and there was a roof over your head, how many homeless people in the world? Preaching on the island of Jamaica, I watched, I watched them babies, and we got them food, but I watched them babies eating out of garbage cans. If you woke up and you had a little bit of food, that's the, you woke up, you had a house, you were in somebody's house, you had food, that's three things. If you woke up and you were able to dress yourself, 
what, what an honor that, that, that our limbs still move, that nobody has to wash us and bathe us and clean us, that we can bathe, bathe ourselves. If, if you woke up and you had strength enough to, to dress, if you had clothes to put on, if God blessed you and you had decent clothes to put on, right there's five things to be thankful for. It, it's a sad state. And, you know, thankfulness, it just breeds more thankfulness. It really does. It does. It, what, what happens is it's, it's, a, it's a Christ mindset uh, more than just a self mindset. And if we sit and we start nitpicking and counting up one, two, three, seven, one hundred things we don't like about life, what have we accomplished? And the more you dwell on it, the more negative you get. The more negative you get, it tires your faith down. It hurts your relationship with God and it hurts your relationship with people. So you just become a negative person. There literally becomes no winning in this, in that mindset. You know, so if we can, if we can be thankful, then thankful is proven. The more thankful someone is, it's it's proven to have impact on their health and their relationships. Talk some about that. You know, could you imagine if a doctor sets you down and they can't do this, but he's like, "Well, how thankful are you in life?" Just imagine that, and it's like they've proven that thankfulness uh, helps uh, stop anxiety. Stink. That people that are more thankful rest better. Doctors can't do that, obviously, but could you imagine if we would just look at this and just the benefits of being thankful? Well, people that's not thankful of a vehicle, they're looking for another vehicle. People that's not thankful for their job and love it, they're looking for another job. And people that become unthankful for their God, they're going to look for something else to fulfill this inner peace. Amen. And I love Jesus, and, and I, I don't ever want to take Calvary lightly. And I, and, I, and I know this is not heaven. I know righteous people hurt. Good people suffer. Uh, Sheila's little mother, we spent the day with them yesterday. And, you know, in 22 years, she, she's not been able to walk. 22 years. And uh, that's a long time. Good people hurt. Good people go. And it's not only Sheila's mom that suffers. Her daddy cares for her. You know, his, his load's heavy. And you look around and, and you say, well, I'm a good person. This is not heaven. Adam messed up enemy was loosed but there is a heaven to go to but in this life if you'll be thankful it will it just affect your spirit it'll and 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 the bible talked about in romans when they become unthankful how god would pull away from them and he just turned them over they become unthankful i don't want to i don't want to be an unthankful the enemy john said in john 10 10 the thief comes not for to steal to kill and to destroy he come to kill steal destroy our thankfulness before he can get people away from God, he's got to destroy your thankfulness. But Jesus come that we might have life. Uh, uh, so, so as an average human, now we see the heroes of the Bible. Uh, who was it? I, I, I'll, even at um, when they were crucified, not crucified, but even as they were sacrificing this man for his belief, and he was still being thankful and still being Christ-like. I, I'm sorry, I can't. Polycarp. Thank you, thank you. Yeah. So we see that in the superheroes of the Bible. But as us as average humans in our average day-to-day lives, and, and I know you said make the list, so encourage us more. How can we start our day-to-day lives being more thankful? Uh, one, one, if you're struggling yeah. for, for a while, it would be good the rest of your life. If you're struggling for a while, start off reading Psalms 100. Psalms 100. Make a joyful noise unto the Lord, all ye lands. Serve the Lord with gladness. Come before his presence with singing. Know you that the Lord, he is God. It is he that has made us and not we ourselves. We are his people and the sheep of his pasture. Here is an Old Testament psalmist who's really a prophet with a New Testament prophecy. David, back when you had to enter into his presence with, with the blood of a goat or a dove, 
David prophesied, he said, enter into his gates with thanksgiving. An Old Testament prophet looking into a New Testament covenant. I never caught that. Oh, man. An Old Testament prophet looking into a New Testament order. Hallelujah. That's another thing we can be thankful for is we're in this covenant. Oh, oh. This is so, this is oh. living. We, I, I'd, have, I'd have been stoned a thousand times. Mm -hmm. And not for some horrible sin, just for things that we would call innocent. Gathering sticks on, on the Sabbath. Going too, too, too far distance on the Sabbath. How many times have I traveled 100 miles to preach on the Sabbath? Enter into his gates with thanksgiving, into his courts with praise. Be thankful unto him and bless his... When you start being thankful, you bless his name. For the Lord is good, his mercy is everlasting, and his truth endureth to all generation. That's one way to start. And an another way, Micah, is uh, uh, this has been my personal, my personal victory, one of my personal weapons, is, is I write down my blessings. I've, I've got me a list here. Jesse, your name's on it over and over. You're my precious daughter-in-law. You you treat treat me like a father. Your love for the Lord, you, the baby you give us. I got your mother's name down on it. I got office workers, the kindness. God surrendered. Sometimes when the enemy's all around, sometimes you got to remind yourself and count your blessings because sometimes all you see is your storms. And I, I can't explain this, but our flesh magnifies our hurts and our storms and it'll diminish our victories. So you got to shake yourself and count your blessings. When, when, when David came back from to Ziglag and the city's gone and his family's kidnapped and his friend, his best buddies, his church folks, folk was stoning him and David got away from him and encouraged himself in the Lord. And I'm sure he did it by being thankful. I think it's when he wrote Psalms 23, the Lord is my shepherd. I've killed bears before and I've killed lions and God's going to help me this time. I believe he encouraged himself by counting his blessings. Something, and I think you should dwell on this a little bit and talk to people. Tell people your current storm doesn't diminish your past victories. Like, go, go into that a little more. You said this, but this is... Well, it don't even dis dis diminish your future victories. Oh, I love that. Yeah, because where you are, where you are, a, a yellow light don't mean no, it just means wait. And a red light don't mean no, it just means not yet. A wait room don't mean you're not going to see the doctor, it just means wait. You know, us, us as humans, and, and I'm not saying that you ain't already said, but when we're in this situation... It, the first instinct is this ain't going to work. The Lord just showed up now. He's speaking to somebody's heart. You're, that's where you are now. And we get that doubt. We get that concern. We've had so many people fail us. So then we throw that straight on God. And we say, well, maybe God will fail us this time. But God ain't a God of failure. God ain't a God of starting something for it to end. So if we can have that understanding of how much He loves us, how much He cares for us, and then when we're in these situations, instead of looking for God to fail if we start looking for him to move. Well, in about 35 minutes, Daddy will be coming right in behind me and you. And looking back on my 61 years, Daddy being my father, I, I remember the cancer eating up from Daddy's ankle to his knee. You might mention it to him. We could see the bone. He'd wrap it in a T-shirt and, and the smell. And he kept trusting the Lord. And, and neighbors and church folk, everybody said, Brother, when you're going to die, it's over. And I'm sure in that season, it looked like it was over, but that's that's over 40 years ago and totally healed stuck that nail in his foot set up gangrene it rotten it smelled it, it looked like it's over uh got totally healed his foot yeah. uh spitting up blood black lung from the coal mines did that did this for months just just soak handkerchiefs with blood while he would preach then in one service just boom a miracle came and it was over and when his 
Well, no, we, from what I felt was his life was on the line with COVID. That didn't diminish one of those things before. And that was something we could hang on to and believe. Here, here's what I feel like telling somebody, Micah. And, and, man, I love miracles. I love when, boom, I'm out of the fire furnace. Boom, I'm out of the lion's den. But I feel like telling somebody, walk it out. Just walk it out. Just walk it out. You're going to walk through this. But lift your head up. Don't don't go through this just discouraged and beat down and woe is me. Lift your head up and tell 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 life and tell others. I'm 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 I'm, I'm I have victory through Jesus. I, I'm an overcomer by the blood of the Lamb. If if Jesus is on board, how can the ship sink? How can I go down when I'm holding His hand? If God be for you, who can be against you? How can the wolf get you in the bear and the lion when the Lord is your shepherd? And, and I know it's one of the worst seasons you've ever walked through. I just, I was, I, I, late last night I worked on this and early this morning and I found uh, T- Tammy, Tammy Landers. She, she's in the hospital with, with Jim and, and he's, got, he's got days to live and she goes down in the cafeteria and she said she's sitting there just one of the worst days of her life. And uh, she said, Oasis, our TV program comes on at 6 of the morning. She sat in her cafeteria one of the worst days of her life. They just give her, took all the way hope that Jim's going to live. And he passed not long afterward. And she said, I preached in everything give thanks for this is the will of God. She said, if there's ever sermon on time. And she said she stood up in that cafeteria and said, God, I don't know what you're going to do. And I don't know if you're going to spare my husband or not, but I love you and I'm going to be thankful. And it turned her spirit around. So in everything give thanks, in everything. So Mike encourage the people to give to give thanks. It, 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 I, I see it greatly like a two-sided coin. And thankfulness is, is so important. Thankfulness is so beneficial. But when we are the opposite of thankfulness and we become ungrateful, it, it welcomes in so much stuff in our homes. It welcomes so much stuff in our lives. And at the beginning, being thankful can be difficult. When you're in a situation, when you're in a storm, when you're in a problem, when you're in whatever life may throw your way. And I don't want to diminish what you're going through. But if you start the difficult part of being thankful now, in the long term, the payoff is huge. Because you can show, you can show your family, you can show your friends, your witness will show, I can be thankful when life's tough. And when you can have that mindset, I've, I've been around mom and dad when days were really tough and then be happy. And I, if we can reach that, that's something that we can use to change people's lives. And, and in all honesty, if we could look at the season we're in now, no, no matter what you're going through, but if you'd go back a few years, to, to especially some of you folk my age, but if you go back a few years where we came from, uh, got you a really cool Christmas gift yesterday, really cool. You're going you're gonna, you're gonna to love it. But growing up, 7, 8, 9, 10, one of my biggest Christmas, we were so poor, we were so poor, uh, uh, no, no, no restroom in the house. Had a, had a had to go outside. Uh, we had gravity water that would freeze in the winter. You had to carry carry water. I'm not talking about in the fifties. I'm talking about in the seventies. Uh, 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 and one of my one of my biggest uh, presents I remember was Dad went to a Goodwill with with Brother Gomer Schaefer in Atlanta, Georgia, and he brought me a a scooter at, uh, that didn't have a motor. Didn't have no brakes, just had two wheels. And that was my Christmas present. And I, I played with that thing for months, for, for a year or two. I'd push it up on that mountain. And well, there's a big mountain. You ever been up on the mountain behind Mom Day's? I mean, it's, it's a, it goes over to a Rock Creek uh, Hunt Reserve. It comes down in, into the, into the, to the river, to Core River. 
and uh, the end of the mountain. But I'd get up on that thing and I'd hit trees and I'd, I'd, I don't know how I didn't break legs, but I'm so thankful. You know, we didn't have that much to eat and mom would cook cornbread and uh, sometimes it's just cornbread and potatoes and we'd take those potatoes and soak them with butter, just tear them up, soak them. And I always liked the crust and, I, and I'd, I'd get me a corn of the cornbread and it just, uh, sometimes we had chicken, sometimes we didn't, sometimes daddy'd raise a hog and the meat would run out and just, just uh, uh, potatoes and, 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 and we, we eat a lot of toast, just, just fry, fry light bread. And uh, daddy'd work some seas, he'd have tent revivals. And, but Lord, and then we look now, you know, just if we, if we want to go buy a hamburger, we got money, if we want to go eat out. Somebody gave me a gift card Sunday. He said, Brother William, take, take Sheila and go eat out. So she don't even know I'm saving now. I'm going to surprise her and take her on a date with this gift card to Longhorns. So we, we got so much to be thankful for. And I know, I know. And here, here I am. I, I, I'm, I'm not going to dump my loads on you, but here I am carrying a, just a tremendous load. My load's not been lighter in months. But I, I refuse to focus on this. I am going to be thankful and everything give thanks for this is the will of God in Christ Jesus concerning you in everything. Encourage somebody to be thankful. Uh, I think if you say that verse word for word, it takes away all excuses. It takes away all excuses. Uh, there's a gentleman in church, uh, you know now well as I know, he's going through a situation with his wife's health. But he, he's remaining thankful. What a soldier. What a, he's I'm, one of my heroes. And, I've got some and his wife's what a hero. From him. Wow. During when he should be at his lowest. Wow. So I, I think uh, we got the Bible and we've got saints before us. We can't have this excuse, but my story's different. The fact is everybody's story's different. And everybody's story's been through something. Everybody's been hurt. Everybody's been abused. Everybody's had problems. And I, I know yours is probably worse, but it says in everything. And it doesn't say in everything but you. You're allowed to succumb to the mullet grubs. We, we are called to be thankful. We're supposed to be a thankful people. We're supposed to be a people that believe in Him, and we're supposed to be a people that don't succumb to doubt. And this, this is a challenge. So how do you challenge us to start this? And I know this is the week of Thanksgiving, and everybody's going to gather around the table and say what they're thankful for. But how do we make this not just a week? How do we make this a lifestyle? I would, I would encourage people, if you have an iPhone or an iPad, uh, go to notes or pages and start your list. That way you got it in your hand and read it so often. Uh, pick you up a, uh, stop at 7-Eleven at Walmart to Dollar Tree. Pick you up a tablet today, designate it. I'm just going to write down things to be thankful for. And let's do this. I'm challenging everybody that watches this. Leave a comment, something you're thankful for. Share this with somebody. Get this out there and tell folks, what are you thankful for? Let it, let it encourage me and Mike and Jesse and, and Babe and what encourage us, what can we be thankful for that we've not thought about. Uh, uh, we, we came home the, the other night and the, the most beautiful moon, I've, I, I don't even know how to describe it. Babe's got a picture of it. And she's there looking at it. She said, I'm just so thankful to see that. And uh, uh, the leaves are turning right now. They're falling. Just this, Life's beautiful right now. You, somewhere, something, you can start encouraging yourself to be thankful. And I'm telling you, I'm prophesying to you, if you'll start being thankful, you'll start seeing the Lord walking back into your circumstance, walking back into your life, turning things around for you. Because being thankful, it causes you to draw nigh to Him. Being unthankful makes you pull away from Him. And when you draw nigh to God, He'll draw nigh to you. But when you pull away from Him, He'll pull away from you. It's a beautiful, beautiful sermon today, Dad. 
I love this. Thank you for this. One funny story. Okay. So this is a this is one of Papa's stories. He said this. Uh, we're talking about being thankful. He said this other daddy taught his his son said, uh, if you can't say something good about somebody, don't say anything. And this old gentleman, he's old by now, and they'd never heard him say anything bad about anybody. And no matter how wicked the person was, he'd find something good to say. So there was a death in the community, and the guy that that passed away was just just a wicked man, been a horrible father, been just just a abusive husband, just just a wicked. Uh, unkind man and they're they're falling around by the casket and everybody's just mean saying their story and here comes this gentleman he looked down at him and they said the whole room there grows silence and the guy looks down at him he said man he sure could whistle good and he walks on out <laughs> so so find something good to say today find something good to say today we love you mike i really am thankful i'm thankful for you and jesse and Carrie. jesse how's it feel to be the mother of a three-year-old Oh, that ain't funny. You're you're a young lady. I'm gonna hit him with one Kara story real quick. Okay, I want to hear Kara's so, story. So Kara's best friend is her cousin Henry. She just loves this kid. Like her and Henry are two peas in a pod. So took her to the grocery store, and the kid had a horrible fall. I mean, it was pitiful. So I got her up and I said, "Listen, she didn't cry or nothing." I said, "I'm gonna go take you over here. I'm gonna let you pick out any candy." So we settle on M Ms. We get to the car and she's tearing into these M Ms. She says, "Mom." I really, really love Henry. She said, I'm going to save half of these M&Ms for him. I think it was like seven left. So she says, here, hold them up. So uh, Jesse takes them, rolls them real tight, holds them up front. So then we go to Walmart. We come out. And she's like, Mom, hand me those M&Ms. So Jesse hands them to her. She says, Henry's been coughing. Henry has sinuses. She said, and because he's coughing, he's been choking. So she said, I'm going to eat these M&Ms because I love Henry so he won't choke. So Jesse gave her a big spill. like, oh, wow, you love Henry so much. She's like, I just love Henry, and he won't choke. So she ate her seven other M&Ms. We need, we need to do us the one on Kara stories and oh Henry's stories. That was, so, that was terrible. In everything, give thanks. Hey, this is Brother Anthony Wynn here at Oasis Ministry. Challenge you to be thankful in these troubled times. In everything, give thanks. Close us out, Mike. Thank you so much. Take a moment to like this, comment, and what Pastor said. Take a moment, comment, say something in here you are thankful for. Share this with a friend, and come be at service with us this Sunday morning at 11 a.m. Eastern Time. Thank you. God bless you. God bless you. Thank you.